0: Today we have with us Gunter Hosteman. welcome. And he, and he will be presenting a bit about a work of someone he knew, Peter Schiller, who is no longer uh, an art historian, who worked in a lot of topics re- regarding the history of astrology and who's no longer with us. Gunter, um, please, I'll let you follow.
1: Thank you very much for the kind invitation. <laughs> I'm going to tell some biographical details on, uh, on uh, Peter Franz Schiller, who died in Krefeld on January 23rd, 2013, after two years of a serious illness. Schiller was particularly interested in the history of astronomy and especially astrology. He was born in he was born in Düsseldorf in 1947 and grew up in Krefeld. Schiller was musically and artistically talented, and the law studies he he immediately took up at the Free University of Berlin seems to have been more of an embarrassment solution. After three semesters, he moved to Freiburg, where he initially attended unsystematic lectures in art and music history and he also took drawing lessons. It turned out that his real vocation was art history, and, and he, from 1970, 76, he studied the subject together with, with archaeology and philosophy as minor subjects. In 1989, Schiller enrolled at the Gesamthochschule Siegen for the subject of architecture, but without graduating. His scientific oeuvre is very narrow. Apart from a brief stint as a research assistant at the University of Freiburg, he never had a job and worked for a time as a translator of art books and non-fiction books. Yet the originality and quality of the scientific work could have paved the way for a brilliant career. His doctoral thesis on the relationship between architecture and astronomy in the work of Andrea Palladio, finished in 1985, was already highly original and and astute. And Schiller was able to add a whole new facet to the seemingly endlessly written off field of Palladio's architecture. I have the the version here. This Mm. is the copied version which is in some university libraries. The work, Schiller's PhD work, was supervised by Eric Forsman and rated summa cum laude. Unfortunately, it remained unprinted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His lecture on the iconography of the ceiling painting of the Sala di Galatea in the Farnesina in Rome, completed in 1511, which was presented at the conference the Occult Sciences in the Renaissance in Wolfenbüttel in 1988, was also very thorough and, methodic and methodically sound. Already in 1880, the celestial, uh, the classical philologist and art historian Richard Förster had suggested that the frescoes of Badasara Peruzzi might have astrological significance. The art historians Abi Warburg and Fritz Sachsel finally came to the conclusion that the birth chart of, of the banker Agostino Chigi is depicted here. Schiller presented a thorough and precise analysis of the astronomic, astronomical astrological parameters and was able to show that the frescoes indeed represent a horoscope scheme and cannot be explained by ancient texts. In the arrangement of the constellations on the ceiling, the artist was guided by the practice of casting horoscopes with an astrolabe and celestial globe. Hmm. Unfortunately, the publication of the conference proceedings dragged on for three years. And in the meantime, an essay by Kristen Lippincott appeared in the Journal of the Warburg and Courtauld Institutes, in which she arrived at the same conclusions. As a result, Schiller's contribution was not noticed and only Lippincott's essay is ever quoted when it comes to the astrological significance of the Farnesina paintings. Between 1981 and 1989, Schiller visited the Centro Tedesco di Studi Veneziani several times and spent almost three years researching in Venice. One fruit, of his work in Italy was the reconstruction of the original planting of the botanical garden in Padua, opened in 1545, according to astrological considerations. After completing his his doctorate, he worked in computer programming with the intention of providing historians with suitable tools for interpreting celestial, so-called celestial sources. Himmelskundliche Quellen in German. And for 1987, the publication of the astrological house tables for the historian was initially planned, but remained unfinished. Towards the end of the the 90s, of last century, Schiller had completed an excellent computer program for the recalculation of historical horoscopes, entitled Geschichte der Himmelskunde. Well, or to speak well, translate literally his history of astronomy, so called, which you can see here. This is the booklet with mm-hmm. an inserted CD-ROM. This program uh, was this program was published with a highly practical introdu- introduction, but unfortunately, it was not possible to win renowned scientific publishers for the publication.
0: Mm.
1: The subject matter seemed too specific and the potential clientele too small. Mm -hmm. So Schiller founded the, the Clio Verlag in 1998 to market it by himself. Unfortunately, the very useful program did not find the distribution it deserved. It is only available in Rostock University Library, the German National Library, in Basel and in the Library of the Oriental Seminar in Zurich. The copy has also been presented by me to the Library of Technical University Berlin. Peter Schiller was of a rather reserved nature and hardly cultivated any professional contents, but he always proved to be very helpful and very cooperative during the prepar- preparatory research work for my habilitation thesis on Henri Granzau, he willingly made the then published, unpublished program available to me and it passed the acid te- test, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We have had numerous fruitful c- discussions and I benefited greatly from his profound knowledge. <laughs> Thank you, and
2: it's very important for us to know the extent of the work of these scholars because sometimes when we are researching we only know one article or one book and here we have the possibility to know all the all the all the work mm-hmm. that they have written yeah. research. So this is very important. Yes,
0: yes. And not, not only is contributions in interpretation in art history, also the software. It's still a tool that we need today. Yeah. It would be we have a, we have a
1: basic Technical problem. I already told you this. Uh, this program is of the late 90s, and it is. It, it is has been. I think it's also for Windows, mm-hmm. but it is a basically DOS program. Right. And let's see. Let's look it up. Yeah, as but it, well, it. <laughs> very it's very nice it's almost uh well this is from the stone age of the computer it's <laughs> running from ms dos three upwards okay okay <laughs> and it needs two five uh, 500 uh, 520 kilobytes wow for it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Maybe well, but it, it can it, it, be updated,
1: I don't know. It can
2: be updated. Maybe someone who is listening
1: yeah, I have already I've already told it to Benno Daan mm-hmm. and David Houston and the um, well the uh, interesting thing is that uh, Schiller has strictly programmed historical parameters and this is the big advantage of this program. Mm-hmm. Because you have you have traditional Ephemerides, that is, Alphonsine tables,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Protonic tables, Rudolphine tables, mm-hmm. also Copernicus's parameters he used himself in the Deriv- Cernibus. Mm-hmm. and you have a set of house tables, which are historical, historically important. That is,
0: yeah.
1: of course, equal houses, um, Porphyrius, Alcabitius, Campanus, Regiomontan, and Placidus. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That is no modern stuff, only historical things. Yeah. There, there are also some very d- interesting well um there's an interesting help menu for identifying incomplete horoscopes. That is if you have some well incomplete data you can rec- you can search for appropriate positions which may yeah. come close to a mm-hmm. well an incomplete set of Figures you have, yeah. in the, in the yeah. and so on, and this is all very. It is very well described, and uh, it is well. It is mainly for the use of an historian that is a non-specialist in astronomy. Yeah. Well, I it, it was some. It was quite impressive. I've you already. Had me and he explained everything to me, and he, well, he was taught himself programming. Yeah. Amazing. And this must admit, this is a book with seven fields. for me,
2: <laughs> yeah. But it would be very good if someone could um, update the program because yeah, this is yeah. a wonderful tool for historians. Yeah.
1: yeah. The problem is that the the problem the program does not run on modern computers. Yeah. Because they are far. They are too fast. Yeah. Maybe there are ways of uh, um, probably. You need an old-fashioned notebook. Preferably from the from the 90s. I have I have one, you're <laughs> aware and uh, a Pentium uh, Siemens notebook, and uh, what was I think the storage, the hard disk has, I think it has 800 megabyte, which was. Very much. Very wiring. good. Huge apparatus at this time.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm, I'm. sure that when you bought it, it was like the top of the, the... Top, of the top, top.
1: Yes, and was it was. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it was really, really expensive at at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but perhaps perhaps something can be done. I'm not no yeah. expert yeah. on programming. Yeah, but it would be interesting to 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 recover this tool because it would be indeed a a, a, wonderful, a tool. wonderful tool wonderful. and a must needed tool for 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 steer, serious historical yeah. research on this kind of data. Let me
2: let me say something. If someone who is listening to this podcast knows how to do it, please contact us. Yeah, or yeah. 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 Of course, of course, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Certainly, Yeah, that would be wonderful.
2: Okay, we will leave the um, the list of his publications in the description.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: And thank you very much. And some
0: much. some biographical data. I will
1: I will send the obituary, the picture, and uh, also the bibliography to you.
2: Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank You're welcome you for for this.